0: Welcome to the latest edition of the Delaware FC, LFC Delaware podcast. Easier of me to say. Um, this week, we don't have a guest, but what we do have is uh, a lot of conversation about Liverpool's first game back. Um, obviously, um, you've been living somewhere uh, not known to us. If you don't know that we drew nil-nil against uh, the boys from across the park, uh, we're going to talk about that extensively. We're going to look forward a little, and we're going to explore kind of the strange media reaction to Liverpool's inability to win a game in the last three months, um, or something like that. Um, as usual, a couple of announcements first, um, uh, Rooney's is back and open for matches. Um, I think uh, some of our group attended there yesterday. Uh, you want to say anything about what that looked like, Tim?
1: Uh, I saw it through a zoom, uh, but it looks like from what I heard, uh, our guy Dan O'Hara was there uh, said they had the, the sliding doors open we we're in the they were in the back bar where we usually are. Um, so the tables are a little more more spread out, um, but it was in the regular room because there was only about 10 of us showed up. So instead of having that special banquet space. Um, we're just in the proper bar area, which sounds good. Um, we're not quite sure if we need reservations again for uh, Wednesday against Crystal Palace. So I, maybe drop, I, uh, I, a line.
0: I assume uh, reservations are going to be needed yeah. for anything until Delaware goes into another phase, which it, it hasn't announced yet.
1: Right. So maybe just uh, if, if you're interested in attending uh, at Rooney's, maybe give them a call and just let them know that you you, you want to watch the match Yeah. Um, and see if they can see you for that.
0: Yep. Yeah. Sounds good. Imagine
1: you know, a Wednesday afternoon at three o'clock is probably not going to be exactly rush hour in the dining area, but
0: right. we'll see might be easier on a Wednesday than it would have been on a, on a Sunday. Yeah. So uh, a couple of things Especially we're going to talk about. Day, yeah. Um, th- w- one is the Anfield shop is it never closed down, but uh, always want to give a shout out to the fact they've got a ton of new stuff in. And if you're listening, Lee Starns or when you listen, Lee Starns, I believe they have the <laughs> barware in now. Um, they also have a ton of uh, replica shirts. Um, seriously thinking about the candy last time we won the league shirt. But anyway, that's, that's uh, Good job my wife doesn't watch this um. and she also mentioned she's gonna have the black lives matter uh sleeve
1: patches oh, if you right. wanted to order a shirt with that on there they won't have the nhs patch because they're not available stateside but you can get the black lives matter patch yes either on a new shirt or you can send any your
2: shirt to them and have it ironed on any word on replica kits for the first round
0: Oh, you can, so uh, I did see somewhere on that you can get the exact replica kit, but I don't know if that's only available in the UK. Mm. Um, if you're getting it from the Anfield shop, they won't have the NHS logo. That's, that's all we know. So, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, talking of Black Lives Matter, we uh, put out a statement actually today about some changes we want to make to our bylaws uh, in, in Delaware. And I think Sean's got that in front of him. Basically, we've taken the essence of what the players and the club have talked about and and tried to make our statements about um, inclusion and diversity as strong as we can.
3: Yeah, sure. So the statement reads, there is no place for prejudice in our community. We stand for inclusion and respect regardless of color or creed. OLSC Delaware stands alongside our team and our club and all those who oppose discrimination in any form.
0: Thanks, Sean, and and even just even it's only been up I think uh, twelve hours, but it's it's uh, got more hits than any other post we've had. Uh, I, I keep saying this, but probably more posts than we've had for anything, more likes than anything we've had on the LRC Delaware Facebook feed. So, which is which is is great. <laughs> um, so back to the regularly scheduled programming. Um, obviously, I'm, uh, we're recording this on Monday, the day after. Uh, Liverpool drew with Everton, nil 0 at Goodison Park, uh, and uh, we're, we're going to explore a few things about kind of the lineup, maybe uh, things that uh, look good, and maybe things that could look better. So uh, I'm going to go to uh, to to Sean first. Um, what what what's your what was your thoughts about the team selection? Let's, let's start with that.
3: uh First thing that stood out to me that was that Mo wasn't in the team, um, and then um, there were a few. Few other things that stood out, like Nabi was starting, and uh, Robo was on the bench too. But I had known that he was he had a knock, so um, yeah. I mean, but I guess <clears throat> it's not. It wasn't. No, nah, I know. I like I disagreed <laughs> with others on this. Like it wasn't super surprising to me that there was some rotation. I thought I thought it would be more of a first team. Um, but if Mo and Robbo had started. That's pretty close to a first team, in my view, anyway. Yeah. But the 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 first, the biggest thing that stood out to me was was Mo not being there because, you know, he he's been our best attacking player for whatever two three years now. Um, he's one of the best in league history, really, if you look at his overall stats. So um, that was you know that's what stood out to me the most.
1: Sean, can I ask uh, your opinion? Um, which is a bigger detriment to playing the Liverpool style mo being out or Robertson being out
3: that's a tough question i would say mo but it's close because i think i think it was sort of a double whammy because you know trent likes to play those crossfield balls to to Rabo all the time and i i thought we really lost that width on the left side too but mo i think mo is is probably the most creative attacker we have and he stretches the defense and the way Everton was playing it was basically two banks of four, very narrow. And I just thought we really missed both the width of Robert, Robert, Robo, and and Mo, because Mo not only makes those kind of darting runs behind the defense and into the box, but he also makes the most passes into the box. I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so, I yeah, and that, that's been one of the things we'll talk to about it in a little bit. But in terms of the coverage, it's been really crazy to me that more people haven't pointed out. The impact of mo not being in the team um
1: so. well it doesn't sell newspapers
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so charlie what did you learn yesterday about uh, the, the team
2: uh honestly I, I just just i did i didn't see a lot of the first stretch of, of game you know i watched a little bit of the city game on wednesday and <clears throat> so so the farcical moments of the villa game um it it just seemed that everyone was well off. The first half of, of most of those games, at least that I saw, seemed to be just kind of a very much a feeling out process. Um, there were a lot of injuries, um, you know. So in, in, I guess the thing that struck me, I, I was I, I was a little bit down that it was kind of a pretty dull game. Um, in, there were better things I could have been doing on Father's Day than sitting there watching that game. Uh, but, you know, I was really hoping that, you know, as I saw these games leading up to Liverpool game, like, all right, well, yeah, this was a bit of a dud, but the Liverpool game, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be great. And But it's to be expected that we're in full swing. Obviously, those two those two players not being in the starting line-up, I... I don't know. I'd be I'd be surprised if if he hadn't gone with the full strength lineup um, if everyone had been available, but you you never know because of the Palace game coming up soon and and Klopp's penchant lately for really do using rotated sides for the Everton games. But having said that, the only league Everton games prior to this one were were not with Ancelotti, so that might have changed things. I, I don't know, yeah. but it was. It was kind of dull. Uh, it was a shame about the uh, the Matip injury. I felt like that really kind of hindered us and probably swung the game in Everton's favor late. Um, they were the ones kind of pressing. You know, we just didn't have a lot of fluency. They they looked a little more fluent than we did. But in, in either case, it just kind of looked like a first preseason game. But it wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to have more meaning and, and so on having. Being you know being the derby and being the, the you know with the possibility that this was going to be the game that uh, was putting us on the precipice of, uh, of potentially you know wrapping it up, but uh, hey, it Put is what it the... is.
0: Looking forward to bigger and better. Put it putting us on the precipice. Okay, so I, th- I think do think there were a couple of things that played into disappointment with the game. One one was like the beating Blackburn six 0 yeah. I read various people saying, "Oh, that doesn't really matter." But but honestly, you're kind of thinking wow, they must be re- re- raring to go and like really up yeah. for it. I, I do think, and-, and Tim, I'd really like to get your opinion, I-, I do think one of the big differences with not having Robertson and Salah is that when you've got a team that's basically set up with four, two banks of four deep, you need to stretch the, the field. Yeah. And once Milner went off, that wasn't happening on the left. And I think... Sean commented before we started recording. Minamino's tendency to drift inside—I um, mean, not that he was terrible—but it meant that we were not pulling them out and kind of exposing gaps that that would have existed uh, had they had to play their fullbacks wide or their the defensive uh, midfielders wide.
1: I was disappointed to not see um, like a varied form. Like I, I know Klopp loves his four-three-three. Um, but uh, I think in maybe the the two times we've played Everton this season, I think we went with a four, two, three, one. and um, maybe uh, like four ago, uh, like December of last year, the same thing. And it seems to me that the team plays better against a bus when they have that kind of like dangling striker that can kind of sneak behind the lines and then the the, the wingers um, to stretch the field out, like you said. So that was a little bit disappointing, but I think at the same time, that had a lot to do with the fact that Robertson's not there stretching that left side out and that Sala wasn't there. Um, As we were saying, like, um, I think they said most of the balls that Minamino fielded, like passes from Trent were actually in the center of the pitch. So he wasn't down by that corner flag where Mo usually will take the ball to. um, So that it was kind of lopsided on both sides. Yeah. so I think that was uh, very noticeable to me. With Milner uh, at the left fullback, but then especially when they brought Gomez in when Milner had to go out with the quad, yeah. um, I kind of let out a big sigh and my wife like said, well, what, what's the big deal? I don't understand. And I said, well, you've got a right-footed guy on the left wing, so he's always going to be out of position. Mm-hmm. And even when he's in position, Joe Gomez isn't going to hit any long strikes or long passes, really.
0: Right. Um, I did think he was surprisingly off field uh, at times, but I do think there were several moments where, if he'd been a naturally left-footed player, he'd have been able to play a first-time ball rather than kind of get his feet sorted out before he he, he played the pass.
1: And I I just never bought him as a right back either. I think as a center back he looks solid,
0: mm-hmm. but as a right
1: back, like he doesn't he doesn't scare me like Trent. Like Trent, you kind of think he could score a goal this game. Yeah. yeah. You never really think, oh, Joe Joe's going to sink one from deep. I mean, Joe Trent
3: else. is like a is like a maybe a generational player too, though. I mean, right.
1: But I mean, and, also and, Robertson, like he'll screw up. Um, he'll look like he should score a goal and then he won't. But at least he goes for it sometimes.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and he and he runs he runs nonstop. But I I actually thought Trent looked a little off to me. He had a lot of passes that would he would normally. I just I just felt like he wasn't as accurate as he normally is passing the ball, which he was just and we were I thought we were way too reliant on him to create too yeah and he just wasn't he wasn't in sync you know like the whole team wasn't but
0: I think you, I think you're right. I think probably but on this day it's probably easier to go for what didn't work. so I was hoping we could spend at least a little bit of time talking about what did work and then mm-hmm. come back to um, the, the sure so yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll kick it off by saying i I feel like uh, I might have jinxed Andy Robertson. Um, I think you know if you know the story, because I sent off my Andy Robertson shirt to oh. get the FIFA World Cup badge, but <laughs> I lost in the post. And I, and I could not get a replacement. It's like, hmm. Anyway, so, sorry, deviating, but um, <laughs> I feel somehow to blame for this. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to turn it around, but anyway. Um, so, so Somehow. Who impressed you? Well, I, well, I just need to find an Andy Robertson shirt. If you're out there and you know how to get one. So. Uh,
1: I'm glad to see Allison back.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Um, obviously, your starter is always going to be better than your second string guy. But even when he gets squirrely, like I, I still just, you don't worry about him. Um, which is how Adrian was for some of his games, but yeah. obviously not the important ones. Um, but it was good to see him back there. It was good to see him make some saves with the assistance of his white posts on the side of the net. Yeah.
3: Um, and Joe Gomez saved one of them, right?
1: Oh, did he? I don't
3: know. cross. Well, was was yeah. I can't remember exactly the run of play, but I think he cleared it,
0: basically. The one that hit the post it was a, when yeah. Gomez deflected it away from the goal. Yeah. Oh, is that, oh, I
1: see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that... Uh, Kato is good.
3: Yeah, I, I, I thought Kato was great. I I I like I thought Minamino looked good. You know, the, yeah.
2: yeah. Both of them I think looked good. I, I guess the reason Keita rather than than was to replace some of the, the leg that we we're, were missing with Robo, you know, Milner in place of Robbo, so Keita was there to perhaps offer that threat. But he he was good. I, you know. I'm really looking forward to seeing Keita get some consistency because he's yeah. had some really good looking spells some unfortunate injuries hopefully it's misfortune rather than you know a a, a preclusion towards getting injured but um yeah there was some definitely some positives but uh yeah and uh the other positive that i took out of it that as far as i believe we're still um champions league uh champions (laughs) we're still world champions and we're about to be premier league champions if we get all of one single point out of the next three games. That's all we need. So
0: yeah. I need everyone to relax a little bit. Oh, yeah. by the way, it's two games because if they tie, if they draw at City, then it's over. Oh
1: yeah, good
3: point. They, well, would,
0: need, yeah, yeah. they would
2: need one more.
1: Oh, with a win at Palace and then a, a draw at City.
2: With yeah, with a draw, draw at because Palace, a draw at City, and
1: two points as well.
3: Oh, okay. I okay. thought it was five points total one way or the other between us and city it's, to start the league. Yeah. We'll
1: it, do the math anyway. Yeah.
3: It well, it's inevitable either way. We oh, would <laughs> oh, need three oh, oh, and oh, <laughs> yeah,
0: got somebody in who can count. Huh? Yeah.
3: So I, I I thought Navi was great. I, I really and somebody pointed out to um to <laughs> I me mean, prior to the game, I guess like last week, that I, I had forgotten about this, but he started the first leg against Barcelona last year in the Champions League. Yep. So he's he's played some some pretty big games for us, and he was actually really good in that game. We we lost it after, it after he got subbed out. Yeah. If
0: you remember? He got so, hacked down. He got hacked down by Rakitic. Yeah, that's, yeah, I I, I couldn't remember. I not
3: that, but yeah, but, but um, yeah, he has. But they, they got a card,
0: right, or at least a foul, right? He may have got a card, right? but it was a terrible tackle.
3: It's a shame because he's looked great when he's played, but he just hasn't been able to stay healthy. If he could ever stay healthy, he'd be that. He'd be. I think part of what we've been missing in midfield is just a little bit more creative between him and Ox. Yeah. You know, we just need, we need them to stay healthy to, I mean, we, we probably don't really need them because we're, we have the best league season well, in history, but you know, it, it helps. It helps. I in think like
1: as far as rotating the squads go, as you were saying earlier, like having yeah. to rotate through this, I, I think I kind of feel like he's wasted on at like the right or left side of the midfield. Mm-hmm. I think where I would like to see him is a, a, the article I was reading today that was talking about Minamino being more of a natural replacement for Firmino. They were actually referring to the fact that Klopp always touts that he plays a 4-3-3, but with the way Mo and Sadio move forward, it's almost like a double striker, double, easy for me to say, double strikers up front
2: mm-hmm. and like
1: a diamond midfield where Bobby is the tip of the diamond that way. Yeah, and I think if we could see a, a match with Mo and Sadio up there, and either Minamino or Keita in that false nine role, it would be really interesting to see because so far as I know, neither one of them has had that opportunity as yet. They're kind of like being shoehorned into other places on the pitch.
0: Yeah. And I
1: think that's like a natural position for both of them. Because that's um, that was Navi's position at Leipzig, at least, because they played two strikers up top often. So he was kind of that late-arriving guy like Bobby is. Um, so it would be interesting to see. But I think he was definitely one of the top two on the pitch. Um, it would be an arm wrestle between him and Sadio yesterday for sure.
3: Yeah. Oh, God, Sadio was getting kicked all over the place. He gets yeah. fouled so much. It's it's crazy. He's, what did he draw,
1: five, I think?
3: I don't know. But he he, kicks, he didn't. He, he should have had more than they gave him. I think yeah. it's fouled so much all the
0: time but yesterday it was crazy. Like I don't know if I just noticed it more. Or... So I what NBC does a highlights thing so they had like 11 minutes of highlights. Like most of the 11 minutes of highlights was someone being hacked down <laughs> like 5 yards outside Everton's penalty area like Mane several times. Oxley Chamberlain at least once
1: tactical yeah. fouls.
0: oh interesting. It's, 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 it's interesting that these were the highlights, right? I'm kind of looking back at this yeah. thinking you know one of the ways in which they were able to stop us was by giving fouls away around the edge of the box. Which so, means- but
3: the one thing, one of the things that had, the other part of the, like the analysis of the game that I haven't heard that I, 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 I saw anyway, is that they did look like much more of an Ancelotti team than I remember them looking all season. Yeah. I mean, they were playing, they, they defended very well. They were hacking tactical fouls, you know, and they actually countered pretty well a couple of times. You know we're the best team in the league, so like I, I thought they played pretty well, all things considered. And, and yeah, you know, yeah, right.
1: So, I think the uh, elephant in the room too is that like everyone's talking about the fact like this should have been like a seven 0 Liverpool win. Like I expect a, a, a Merseyside derby to be boring because I expect them to park the bus, like you said, Paul. Like eight in the box, if we okay. get out of here with one point, then that's a win for us on the on the you know other side of the park
3: i'm pretty sure i heard today and i don't know if this is accurate or not but there's been one goal in the last five games against everton away yeah yeah we like it's not uncommon for us to have a nil-nil against everton away
2: right right so yeah Yeah. it's funny because it it brings me back to brings me back to bren rogers last game a draw away at everton and he gets fired (laughs) i'm like that's not a bad result. Yeah. <laughs> like, historically, that was
3: pre though. They, they, were, they were already talking I know, to I plop. know. <laughs> yeah. and,
2: that's, and that's what I love. I love that they jumped on Klopp. Yeah. But at the time, and hey, I'm loyal to a fault, but I'm like, really? That? Yeah. I mean, there are other games where I was thinking like, you know, maybe that's it. But I, I, I would draw away.
0: Oh, well, so maybe this is for... Glad it, it worked
2: out the way it did though.
0: Maybe that's yeah. for another show because then we could talk about the six-one at Stoke and why he didn't leave immediately after that.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. As we're I remember,
0: about, we started that season slow, as I remember. We talked about good performances. What, what do we think? Um, ne- who who do we think needs more time? Um, who do, who do we think really uh, looked like they were struggling a bit after the? Um, after the break, which is completely understandable for for any of them to be in that position, but I
3: didn't think Ginny looked very good personally. I thought he was he was off when he came on. He he didn't look he didn't look as good as he normally does. Anyway,
0: maybe explains why he was on the bench yeah. in terms of they'd done the analysis. Um, yeah, no, I I, I agree. You know, what it reminded me of was uh, we had an away game at Leicester. It was last season, was it? We were completely controlling the game, and then Ginny gave the ball away. And and like for thirty minutes, like they were all over us, uh, and and I, that I saw that he did that again. Uh, they created one of their better chances from from that, but it, it did feel he wasn't quite quite ready. Um,
2: well, look, he's he's a great player and he's a big impact player for us. Has a you know, I was kind of hoping he might come on like he did in the Barcelona game and be all mm-hmm. pissed off and score a brace, but yeah, but, uh, I, you maybe we're. Maybe we're overlooking the fact that in most cases, when Genie is where he is, he has Robo behind him to his left and Sadio in front of him to his left. You know, maybe yeah. without that, it's it's uh, an adjustment he needs to make. I, you know, I don't doubt that maybe he could do it, but maybe that's part of why he looks so solid where he does, when he does for us consistently.
3: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, he was kind of surrounded by different players. Yeah, Wow.
2: Well, I thought when Lawford
1: came in, he didn't look so great right after
3: he came. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, to be fair, I thought our team dropped off after we subbed Nobby and Bobby out. I thought we dropped off more around the sixty-fifth minute, and then we dropped another level after Mattup went out. It was like it—it it, it happened kind of quick, but I—I I feel like we—we we dropped off before Mattup went went off.
0: Two, two things. kind
2: of hoping they might be. A little bit um, creative he thought might be a little creative there and say move Gomez back in and put Genie or someone out you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. please don't give Sean more, uh, <laughs> more fuel for this post-match analysis okay Lovren was was not good he was super super cold but he still wears this he still wears this so let's give the, give, give the guy some love <laughs> you had two
1: points Paul
0: so, yeah, there's probably a couple of things to say about Lovren though, because he, he probably did not expect to come on, right? He's a yeah. fourth-choice centre-back. Um, uh, uh, you know, we were going through centre-backs at a rate there, um, so I, I can't imagine anyone thought he was ready to play. Mm-hmm. But Jamie Carragher made a point about him that he's so front-foot, and this is what. So this is why a lot of people say we lost the Watford game because Lovren was trying to fight a battle with Deeney and the his smarter other centre-half partner doesn't do stuff like that. He kind of like reads the game and you know, joins in when he needs to. He's not every time trying to win a fight. Um, and I think there was a bit of some of Loverin yesterday that kind of, that the, the, um, you know, we've seen in other games has kind of let him down where he's like, almost trying too hard to win a like this battle and not thinking about, okay, there's a long game here. We don't need to, you know, we don't need to be diving in and winning tackles.
3: Yeah, the the biggest thing is he tends he tends to drift out of position. I mean that's that's the main thing for me with Lawren. like and he did that a lot yesterday, where he was going out wide, and leaving space, but he doesn't always do it. Like there's other times he looks he looks like a you know world class defender. It's just it's you know, um, but we you know I, I mean, it, like a nil nil draw is my whole point. It. Like it's been over a hundred days, a nil nil draw in a derby against Everton, especially. You know when they're managed by Ancelotti, it's not a bad result. It's not the result we wanted, yeah. But it's not a terrible result. You know, so I, it's I just you know the coverage of this has been ridiculous. Like all of a sudden we're falling we're falling off the map when we you know how how many of these games end up the same way where they're very low scoring or it's a nil nil or something. You know that's that's the way they've been the under Klopp. So
0: I, I think one of the other things though is the better teams seem to start better in the other leagues so if you look at bayern and dortmund and real madrid and barcelona um, they they uh, and i think it, it it's hard to get away from the fact that this was probably yeah, the most difficult game that anyone started off with right
3: yeah <laughs> like, it's a der- yeah, it's- yeah this
0: is a yeah. nasty game for us the best of times ancelotti had months to plot playing his 442 with his banks of four yeah. and you know we, we probably just need to think harder about you know how we beat napoli the times that we did so, yeah so,
3: Fortunately we we don't play another team that's gonna do that on Wednesday, right? Uh, yeah. Dodge,
0: pouch. <laughs> so so um we, we could talk about that for sure. Um uh, just uh, there were a couple of my other point, thanks to him for saying there were two points, was I, I do think that um people there were like Salah looked like he was running up and down, probably ready to go on. I can imagine the reaction of the rest of the players when ugh you know now we can't use Mo and we... <laughs> yeah. not, not necessarily that it's even Lovren it's like we lost our chance here to, to potentially kind of take this game away from Everton. that
3: that was my reaction when when yeah. got hurt I was like oh
1: it's like a...
0: yeah double one on
3: either you know.
1: could have got more creative when you think about it like I know never second guess Klopp but Fabinho for Monaco played as a fullback so you could have slotted him back there and moved Henderson back you could have done some maneuvering. Um, it's easy for me to say.
0: Yeah. I, it's, I contract that he can't play right back for Liverpool, you know that, right?
1: Is
3: it?
0: Is it really? No, yeah, well, I'm making it up, but it's oh. really, <laughs> it something he's never played right back yeah. for Liverpool
1: because he's he played center back, he did his first season, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, he's played right back for Brazil, I think, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah, and then, yeah. so, but I don't think he likes it, I don't think he wants to
0: play there, but no. right. um, nobody wants to, yeah. <laughs> Wants to be a right back oh, right okay not even
1: trent but, i heard um,
0: so, so we're, I gonna, like, go, we're gonna talk about the palace game but i do want i don't want to get like go once around for me, the media's completely balanced reaction to liverpool <laughs> failing to beat everton and not having won for three months well not being played for three months right but anyway
2: the race is tightening right
1: yes,
2: yes. we are now even
1: with city on goal differential <laughs> So should it come down to a tie at the end of the season?
3: Yeah, they're only twenty points behind with eight to play.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, if they not
0: by you, but I'm nervous.
3: If
2: they make up twenty <laughs> points. Trust me, goal differential is gonna be in their favor. So, get this goal differential conversation out because it's completely irrelevant right now. Now, yeah. if it's even, they they have the advantage. But three ties, one against this crystal palace gives us one. One against city gives us three, and the next one gives us one. Five points, we win. Absolutely. I thought we were
0: moving off the math. I, I wasn't sure this was a good idea to go around that path. I
2: revisited the math. <laughs> I got to calculate them.
0: So, so um, I I I didn't watch on. I was not on Zoom with you guys. We we were watching it in a socially distant yard. Um and. I've got to say most of the energy was about the diabolical NBC commentary on the game. I don't know if that was your feeling. Oh, I think we lost Sean. Hi, Sean. He was so offended by the NBC commentary, felt the need to to leave.
2: It's it's probably a good thing we don't have his uh, input on it because there was a rant there on the, uh, on the,
0: the dialogue. I have never seen that happen on anybody else's podcast. Okay. So um, I'll, I'll give you a flavor. The the, the 15th time he mentioned that it had been 30 years since Liverpool had won a, a trophy um, or the Premier League trophy, uh, he counted the ages of the players to see which ones were alive. There, there, was, there was a long. Oh,
1: yeah. I did remember that where they were talking about how Jordan Henderson was born was it 40 days after Liverpool last won yes. the league and then that they've never won the Premier League?
0: Right. Because the world only started in 1992. <laughs> yeah, <definitely. laughs> so was- Apart from which, a couple of t-
2: times he says it's been 30 years since, pre- since Liverpool won a league title. Yeah. In- incorrect. We've won the Champions League twice. That's a league title, okay? It's not the league title, but give me a break. Like, you're you're honestly. But what do you expect? What do you got? A Chelsea and a Tottenham player? Like, okay. I uh, it wasn't one of Tottenham's Arsenal. Awesome.
0: So, um hopefully, you've calmed down, Sean. Up uh, thinking about Ola White and his. Uh...
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had I had a little technical issue here. I'm not sure. Somebody must have done something upstairs, but. Sorry about that. Mm
0: -hmm. So, so, um, any, any more on the, uh, oh, so I guess the other media thing is Liverpool have only won one game in five now. So, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's the worst one. Um, and go back and look at what those games were. It was, uh, Atletico at home, which we had one and then a two in our, was that the Chelsea FFA cup, uh, um.
0: So sorry for the technical difficulties um, Obviously um, media is conspiring Against us to talk down their performance Over the last two days um, We are though, just as a reminder 20 points clear Even if our goal difference is now suspect um, We're going to move on to talk about Wednesday What, what are we um, So having anticipated that we'd win At least 5-0 on Sunday What are we thinking about uh, Wednesday's outcome? Sean,
3: what I think about the outcome?
0: Um, <clears throat> so, well, if if you are you thinking this is going to be an, an easier game or, or kind of similar as the one we just experienced?
3: I think it'll be similar, but I think it'll be a little bit easier. Um, it's not a it's not a derby. It's not a team that's managed by Ancelotti. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll have both Robbo and and Mo back, um, which should, you know, make a big difference. So I would expect it to be kind of tight, and I think they'll sit back and play two banks of four just like uh, Everton did. But um, I I think Everton's more talented than Palace. And, um, you know, so we should have a better chance of breaking
0: through. Uh, Just before you answer the question – Tim, Charlie, just remind it was 4-3 last year against Palace. so. Uh, <laughs> what it's are true. your thoughts, Charlie? Did they,
1: did they have the best well, look, right back in the league, Juan Basaka still at that time,
2: though? <laughs> 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 well played, sir. <laughs> oh, look, I, I, you know, if I'm all about predictions, I'd... So we'd win, you know, clearly we'd win the last game 5-0 and, and it was going to be 5-0. So you're going to have to smash those aggregates together. It's going to be 10-0, no doubt about it. No, Look, I, I, I don't predict outcomes. What I'm most interested in is, is Klopp and what he does. And yeah. the fact that he has five substitutions now is a massive tactical shift and a massive tactical uh, advantage if you utilize it and I'm interested to see how he uses that, you know, you obviously have the three windows plus whatever you do at half time. So I think that's going to be kind of the really fascinating thing is, is how Klopp decides to use those substitutions. You know, initially he was very reticent to use substitutions and he, and he relied on the starting 11 throughout most of the game. And he's worked these, you know, seventy maybe sometimes earlier substitutions into his, his uh, you know, his plan. But uh, Hey, do you throw this in? The thing that's amazed me about Klopp is that how he's able to use rule changes and, and key on them and make sure that Mm -hmm. he's utilizing the adjustment that this has made well before anyone else is saying, Hey, look, this is an opportunity. here. So Mm -hmm. that that's what I'm interested in seeing. So I'm not going to give any kind of a, Charlie uh, thinks he's going to be 10-0. Predict-
3: um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Charlie, Charlie makes a really good point about the substitutions. I thought in, in this last game it looked like the substitution at half and then the two substitutions at 65 minutes, and then it looked like he was planning to sub Mo. Like, it looked to me like he planned to do four subs in the second half of this past game. So, I would, I, I, agree. I would probably expect him to do something similar just to save everyone's legs, but.
0: I, I was going to make a punchline about Wan-Bissaka, um team. but uh, clearly that got lost. Uh, 10-0, what do you think?
1: Um, I don't think there's going to be any matches that are easy for the rest of the season. I think if we obviously dropped three to Watford, it wasn't because they're a quality team. It was because every team is playing us like it's their championship. Um, so I think they're all going to be hard. I think this one's going to be especially difficult going against a technical mastermind like Roy Hodgson. Um, (laughs) Probably the best coach in the league.
0: Uh, Overseas. Probably. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Probably. No, but, uh, Palace has scored seven more goals in the entire season than Liverpool has allowed in the entire season. So I don't expect it to be a shootout like last year. I don't, I think they've dropped off in some of the quality that they had last season. But I still think it's going to be tight. Uh, I do think maybe we'll see more starters out there since we have a full seven days until our next match. Um, so hopefully everyone being fit, we, we do see the big guns out there um, try to knock three more off the board. I'll give it a I'll give it a three-one.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Let's not let's not forget that Roy Hodgson has done more for Liverpool in the last two years. Than he had in his entire career (laughs)
0: beforehand. (laughs) There is no doubt about that. That's the Hodge. I I I don't think he's the best record against Liverpool, though. uh, If I'm you know, I'm not mistaken. Uh, But he's got a really good record against City. Well, I'm all for that. I'm all for that.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Good stuff. So, um, so what are we watching it on Wednesday? What 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 are our plans?
2: Um, I'll have a child um, tethered to each hand <laughs> while I watch it from my living room. It's gonna be really exciting.
0: We will have a Zoom call open. I think we'll we'll, still, we'll do that again. Huh. Yeah. What What about you, Sean? What are you watching?
3: I'll probably be watching on either my phone or my computer up in my daughter's bedroom, which is my converted office right now, as the babysitter watches the girls downstairs. So. Luckily, my wife doesn't watch podcasts, so.
0: Must be nice, Sean. It must be nice. <laughs>
3: yes. okay.
0: so, so she's unlikely to yell, where is my goddamn podcast?
3: Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, i the babysitter for this.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I found on Sunday, I did not necessarily enjoy watching it from the comfort of my living room. Uh, we've also talked about maybe trying to put a picnic table outside the garage door at the Larimer um, and watching it there. We'll see. There's oh. always
0: roomies, and I think we're hosting the outdoor party again for at least a half. Okay. Yeah. Um, that worked out well with the screen? Uh, so so on Sunday, we had, what, 15 people watching? Um, so, so the image is not as clear, obviously, as if you're in your, your, your house, but it was definitely watchable and kind of with the sound amped up. Um, and like actually talking to other humans, kind of, kind of close to each other. That actually, <laughs> if you scored a goal, I could imagine it would have been the best experience. Lots
1: yeah. of air <laughs> high fives.
0: That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It looked pretty cool. It was,
0: it cool. was Super it
1: responsible.
2: It. It, was, it was. lovely. Actually, yeah. Nice. Yeah. that's good to hear. I, I did air high
0: fives for years,
2: even before social distancing. Just <laughs> <a> completeness. <laughs> <miss. laughs> I've been practicing all my life for this time.
0: <laughs> I think we're getting close to wrapping up. I did have one other thought, actually, it'd be interesting your opinion on. I, it, obviously, before the lockdown, Jurgen Klopp was not saying we're going to win the league, but clearly, of late, before we played, he came out and said it's a matter. Of, things like it's a matter of when, not not if. Do you think that had an impact on the performance on Sunday that they weren't perhaps quite so focused on, like the first game as they might have been?
1: I think it's definitely possible. I think that we've seen that happen with teams in all facets of sporting uh, events. But uh, I would like to think that the mentality monsters have a better mentality than that. (laughs) Um, But it's got to be hard, like especially three months off to be like, all we got to do is win two. Yeah. Like, oh, we've got a great record against Everton, so let's just worry about Palace. So, I was worried more about Palace, where I was going to watch that because I thought, well, that could be it; it could be over on that week. So,
0: yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I I don't know. I, I just I, I think we haven't played in a hundred days, and it was a derby against Everton, and we didn't have two of our most important players in the team. I mean, I think that kind of explains it. We we. Defended very well up until the end, I thought, which was good. They didn't really get anything until, you know, after 70 minutes or so or whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, I, I think Nabi and Minamino looked a lot better than they have most of the season. Yeah. Um, so I, I would expect us to win against Palace and then hopefully we can clinch it against City. That'd be fun. Well,
0: I did. Don't,
2: don't forget that Richarlison did not succeed successfully dribbled past Virgil this game so that's a win right there we we kept that guy under wraps
3: well he choked on that he had that one big chance and he totally blew it that was funny you remember that he like shot it over the goal he,
0: he still wasn't he, he deliberately avoided Van Dyke it seemed to me
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree
0: so, so there's agree. plenty of other stuff I'm sure we could talk about in terms of you know Mike Dean's eccentric giving out of yellow cards Sure. Yeah, Liverpool players who committed one foul and, and, is, is ex- and fifteen ex- fouls later, Richarlison ex- still doesn't have a yellow card.
3: Right, and how many fouls did he did, he, did Richarlison draw on the day? It was a oh, ridiculous number. Well,
0: well, I won't even <laughs> talk about Seamus Coleman <laughs> and his uh, grappling of, of Sadio Mane.
3: Yeah.
0: We're going to close with one last thing. Well, usually we do like one Liverpool related thing, but you know, feel free to look around and see what happened in the first week of the Premier League being back. What's the one thing that you kind of would reflect on? Let's start with Sean.
3: Uh, I was disappointed that uh, that um, man, you and Chelsea didn't lose. I guess I was hoping that one of the at least one of the two would lose.
0: So, so Chelsea were only playing Villa.
3: Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I mean that's a, I didn't get to watch the Chelsea match. I, when Villa went up one nothing, I was very hopeful that they'd at least drop points. Yeah. But I mean Villa is so terrible.
0: It was like, it was like the second straight. attack of the game, I think. Yeah. It was the first half. Yeah. And on the Man United thing, I, I, so I'm going to put it on record now. I do think they're going to struggle the rest of the season, in part because they, they're really set up to counter attack. And they've got not many teams left to play who, who are going to let you counter attack. <laughs> we'll see. Fair yeah. point, We'll see.
1: Now, what if they play Pogba and Fernandez both in the midfield? They can kick those long bomb passes like no one else in the league can. <laughs>
0: yeah, but That's it was very interesting. interesting conversation. So I have multiple things I could go to, but what I found fascinating was Mourinho was quite happy to throw his fellow countryman Fernandez under the bus for being a diver in his post-match interview. <laughs> <laughs> was
2: well, he was wearing the he was wearing the right colored jersey, so uh, you know Mourinho will throw anyone on under the bus. In fact, it doesn't even matter what color jersey they're wearing, his or the other color. My, my takeaway was, how does VAR not communicate with goal line technology to hmm. say that there's a, a, a not conclusive result from the goal line technology, which is very rare, but clearly possible. And how does VAR not say, okay, if you didn't have a conclusive result, let us take a look because I saw at least five different shots that were a, conclusive from, from Australia. Yeah, I mean, come on.
3: That was ridiculous. You've you got don't...
2: these two completely independent systems. That's fine. But yeah. they have to be able to communicate. There has to be people running them saying, hey, hold on. Technology's got an issue here. Why don't you guys take it? Come on.
3: I don't know how the line... And, and
2: that, can... could be, that could be
3: huge for Sheffield. Yeah, uh, yeah, it could it could cost them however much money if they don't. You know, if the fifth place team makes Champions League and they they finish, whatever, one point out of fifth, yeah. that 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 would have cost them. That was a ridiculous call. Uh, I, don't, I don't I don't understand why they couldn't challenge that. I don't understand how the linesman didn't see that clearly enough to call that out. If you're standing right there, yeah. You know,
2: the well, linesman's crazy. not looking for it. Right. Yeah. How could you miss it? The 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 linesman's not looking for it because he has goal line technology. It's not the linesman's fault. That's not – he doesn't have to worry about that anymore. The
1: the official, all he had to do, he just kept pointing at the watch, which I I, I suppose is where that's – where the the Hawkeye thing comes through. All he had to do is realize this entire team is telling me that something bad happened. So instead of just restarting right away, all he had to do is just call to the video official and say, hey, just take a look at that real quick. Like, it doesn't have to be a five-minute review. Should be,
2: he, he shouldn't have to call to the video official. The official should be right, calling to him saying,
3: "Yeah, just you're give right. us a minute here. Yeah.
2: Hawkeye yeah. should have been on the phone saying, hey, guys, there's an issue here. We got no conclusive angle. Mm-hmm. VAR has got to be saying a referee – Hold it. Don't blow the whistle for a restart yet. Let us look at this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, have the technology.
0: So so it, it, use it. Here's the bigger issue for me. Um, people clearly have trusted Hawkeye, whoever this is. And, and on the basis I think of there must be some sensors on the goal line that get this absolutely right. And so yes. if you a goal, so they've never made a mistake in what how do you say nine thousand? I
2: think 000. they said
1: six thousand.
0: Um how do we know this now?
1: Yeah. Well, well and I always I assumed what you just said uh, that there were some sort of like sensors, like maybe there was a microchip in the ball. Yeah. It's just seven cameras that offer seven different views. And somehow the way that he what is it Milan Nyland, the way he went behind the post and the defender was standing in front of him, they occluded all seven cameras at once yeah. so they couldn't record that it was over the line. That seems like very I... fallible
2: technology.
0: Totally. I yeah. want the study Omani goal back.
2: If you guys have followed, if you guys have followed cricket, this technology has been successfully implement, implemented for many, many years. So, personally, when when I hear Hawkeye, and and I'm not, I'm not necessarily a, a trusting of, of technology, but uh, but Hawkeye to me has a, has a absolutely great reputation of being very accurate, and and you know. It, almost almost indisputable but hey
0: Till technology no. he is time. the worst <laughs> avenger <laughs> <laughs> so, so so tim you have the last word what what uh Gwendouzi moment sorry just what what moment do you
1: <laughs> no that so i had Not forgot about honest. it earlier uh when we were talking about funny uh commentary points i don't think it was commentary i think it was on twitter i saw after it was clear that city was going to beat burnley today which was a huge shock to everyone but someone had actually posted on twitter uh that if if liverpool wins against palace on wednesday then city is clearly going to just lie down and take a loss against chelsea on thursday so that they don't risk losing the league to liverpool at home next thursday <laughs> which is very terrible reasoning
0: wow it is i don't
1: think i see Pep ever doing that? Ever yeah. losing a game on purpose, mm-hmm. or even admitting that the season's over, even after they've lost?
0: So is this a city fan trying to kind of like get their excuses in? Hell? <laughs> yeah, I, I think know. it was a Liverpool what? person.
1: Yeah, it was very nonsensical. but I- it was like on that line where I like stopped to think about it. Like, oh, I could see that. I can't see that happening.
3: <laughs> no, that's uh, Pep's not going to do that.
2: God. So they would lose in order to be able to offer Liverpool a, a god of honour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's yeah. That would be very kind of them. That's, that sounds much more likely. I'll take it. Oh.
0: Yeah. So on that note, we should probably leave it here. Thank you very much for joining us today, if you made it all the way through. Uh, next week, we have a couple of really <laughs> wonderful guests. Uh, we've got Sean <laughs> sometime presenter of The Review on the, on the Anfield Wrap. And we have... Kerry Elizabeth, uh, as well. Uh, and she is a travel blogger and a Liverpool fan who seems even more connected than Amy Kate. If Amy Kate's listening, I don't mean it. Okay. <laughs> see you all.
1: words.